Thanks for listening. Our mission here at Life West Church is to see you and your family equipped and empowered to be and do all that God has for you. For additional resources and info, go to lifewest.church. Well, it's Christmas. And man, it sounds good, doesn't it? Especially with music in the background. <laughs> You're like, okay, I can, I can get into that. It, it's a, it is, it's a, it's a beautiful story. But it's also a mess. You ever think about it? It is an absolute mess. I mean, okay, just, 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 just follow me through this. Mary is, we, we don't know exactly, but she's something like 13 to 16, probably 14 or 15 years old. An angel shows up to her and says, you're going to have a baby. She freaks out and she's like, uh, I know how that works and I'm, that, that, that hasn't happened, so no. And the angel's like, oh no, this is going to be the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you. It, this is going to happen. This is okay. So now imagine you're Mary and you've got to tell your mom and dad. The angel doesn't tell mom and dad. It just tells her. Okay, now, now imagine your mom and dad and your, your 14, your 15-year-old daughter comes up and is like, hey, I've got some news. Um, I'm pregnant. And you're like, Joseph, like what in the world? Like, no, 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 no. It's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, Holy Spirit. I'll, I'll introduce Joseph to the Holy Spirit. Like, we know that. We know what. Hold on a minute. This is, this is, this is what it was. And then, and then Mary tells Joseph, but Joseph, and Joseph is her fiancé. But fiancés at that time were, when, when you were engaged, it means you weren't yet, but you're going to be. And and to break off an engagement would be like to divorce. To, to break that off would be like what we would call a divorce right now because you've already decided that you're going to get married. So she tells Joseph, and Joseph does not believe her. Yay for Mary, right? Like, oh, this is so great. God tells me this wonderful thing's going to happen. I'm, I'm favored. It's beautiful, but it was a mess. Joseph is like, yeah, no, I'm out of here. I mean, the Bible, the Bible doesn't use those words. The Bible says that he was, being a just man, was going to kind of just, just set, break it all off quietly. He was just going to break it off quietly. He wasn't going to be like announcing to everybody, but he'd already made up plans like, no, I know whose it is, it's not mine, it's uh, no. It was a bit of a mess. It was a bit of a mess, but then the mess didn't stop there. An angel had to come and tell Joseph, nope, nope, what Mary is pregnant with is from the Holy Spirit. So he's like, okay, fine. He's like, all right, let's do this. He, he's in. But I wonder how many times, how many times Mary thought, well, it's about to get better. Surely things are about to change. Right? I mean, the angel tells her, her parents don't believe her, her fiancé don't believe her, but surely, now, okay, now an angel came and visited Joseph, and now things are going to change. He knows this is going to be so much easier now. But think about this with me. They have to go back, they have to go to Bethlehem, so they go to Bethlehem, they, go, they can't find a place to stay. 
Don't you think that Mary at least once or twice, and I think Joseph too, had to be thinking like, are you serious? God, this is your son and you can't make room anywhere for this. Like surely they tried every in thinking, oh, the next one must be so much better. The next one must be so much better. But where they ended up wasn't better. It wasn't better. I wonder how many times Mary just thought, are you serious? Like, God, you, you, this is where you want me to have Jesus, your, your, your son. They end up in a stable. I think, I think Mary had it right when the angel showed up because the Bible says that Mary was confused and disturbed. I think she had it right. I mean, just think about this. I don't think anybody believed Mary because who was at the birth? Joseph and some animals. Like, that's it. It wasn't like there was a bunch of groupies that are like, oh, we're so excited, and yeah, we believe. And No, no, th- there wasn't any following. There wasn't any of that. There wasn't any room anywhere. There wasn't a mark of, oh, wow, this is... I mean, don't, don't you think that God would have made a way a little bit easier for them? Made the way just a little bit easier? And then they have the baby, and if I'm Mary and Joseph, I'm thinking, well, once he's born, well, then things are going to change. It, it's really going to change around here. Wait till Jesus is born. And sure enough, Jesus is born, and angels announce it, shepherds come. And, and so do these people that we call the wise men. But those same wise men are the one that told Herod and like spilled the beans about where it was and when, and kind of like because of that. They had to run and flee to Egypt. Thank you, wise men, for that. For like, just thank you so much. You're so wise to know that, but yet you tell, here, like, okay. Do you think Mary was disappointed ever in that? What about Joseph? I definitely do. I definitely think Joseph had a few like, God, I have some ideas for you moments. Anybody ever have an idea for God? Like, I, I got some ideas for you. Like, you can fix this your own way, but you want to know what a really good way would be? Like, give, give me that multi-million dollar idea. I'll build it. Yep, let's do it. Let's go. I'll fund all of missions everywhere. Like, let's do this. I think he had some ideas. It was, it was a mess. And they travel here and they travel there. It wasn't, it wasn't easy. It was confused. And disturbed for sure. But here's the thing that I see when I look at that. I mean, how many times have I looked at my life and thought, if anybody was to just look at what I'm doing and God, where I feel like you're leading me and, 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 and I know what you're doing and yet, anybody look at their life and feel like, yeah, confused and disturbed. That definitely fits, that definitely fits my life. But the thing is, is through it all, as Mary is doing this, They were obedient. Joseph and Mary were obedient. But God was in it the whole time. And often we get a picture. And the picture in our mind is this. If God was in it, it would be easy. If God was in it, I wouldn't have to be dealing with what I'm dealing with right now. But yet we look at the story And it comes so packaged so nice as we look back and reflect. But it wasn't. And I'm sure there's so many more awkward moments that Mary and Joseph had and just amazing moments as well. 
but I think confused and disturbed really does describe so much of it. But I think that can also describe our lives. It can describe our lives as we look back and think, well, what about this? There's a verse, I think, that a couple of them, actually. One is this, Jeremiah 29, 11 says this, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. And you and I, let me just say, that verse is for you. And you might look at your life about where you are and where you're going and be like, I'm confused, this doesn't make sense. But that verse that verse is for you, and God says, I know the plans I have for you. You might not know them. I might have given you a piece. You might know some promises, and you know some scripture, and you know what this says, and you might not be able to connect the dots, but God's like, I can. And trust me, and I will. You might look and say, this, but it doesn't make sense. There's so much of what's happened to me. It doesn't make sense. And God's like, no. It doesn't to you, but I'm going to use it. I'm going to use absolutely all of it. Proverbs 20, 24 says this, the Lord directs our steps, so why try to under, understand everything along the way? Anybody try to understand everything? You're like, you look at where you are, and you look at where you want to go, and, and you look at what God's Word says, and you're like, there seems to be a gap. Where's the healing? Where's the provision? Where's the wisdom? Where's, where's the peace? I'm not, I'm not feeling it right now. You might look and you might say, you want to describe me? Confused and disturbed definitely describes me. You, you, might, you might look and see some missing pieces, but understand this. God doesn't, he sees the whole picture. And sometimes we just have to say, okay, God, I'm going to take that next step. I'm going to trust you. I can't see the next step. I love that verse. The Lord directs our steps, so I try to understand everything along the way. You might look at where you are right now and say, there's no way that God's in this. I bet Mary thought that. I wonder if Mary and Joseph, anywhere along the way, were like, okay, obviously something went wrong. Like, did we, did we make a, a wrong turn? Like, what, what is going on? But God was in it. And he used it. And let me just say this. God will use you too. He'll use you too. Romans says this, Romans 8, 28. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. Here's what that means. That means that you know what? You, you, might, you might look at where you were. You might look at your past and where you've ended up today and be like, look, there's no way God's in any of it. But what that verse says is all, God works all things for the good of those that love and serve him. That today, if you say, God, I give you my life, I'll give you, I, I trust you, that he'll take that mess and turn it into a message. That he can take that and change it and he'll use it. He'll use any and everything that we give to him. Here's what I know. You have not messed up your life so much that God can't use it. You have not messed it up you're not like, well, you know, whatever plan God had for me, this is, look, look at where I was and look at what happened and it doesn't make sense anymore. And God's like, no, I can make sense of all of it and I'll use every bit of it if you'll just let me. He wants to use all of it. 
It's so easy to look at other people and other things and things that are all tidy and neat and see the pretty pictures and posts of, of everybody's Christmases and families and things that they're getting together with and oh, it looks so nice. But no matter where we find ourselves, God doesn't turn away or look away. Because it's so easy to compare and to look and say, well, my life doesn't look like that. My story, my background, how I ended up here. There's some things missing that I'm waiting for that I thought God would have to me by now or shouldn't this be? But what I know is this. If we surrender to God right where we are, he'll make the very best of everything that we give him. So maybe you're here and for you it's just like, you know what? I need to give him my life for the first time. Or maybe for you you're like, I've, I've been, I, I thought I messed up so much. I thought I made such a mess that God couldn't use it, and God's telling you, and he brought you here so that you'd hear me say this, he loves you, you didn't mess it up, and he wants you. He wants a relationship with you. You did not mess it up. You're confused, he's not. And he still loves you just the way you are. He loves you too much to leave you that way, but he loves you just the way you are. You don't need to change a thing for him to love you. For God so loved the world he gave. He loved us the way that we were, not because of what we could be, but because of who you are right now. He loves you. You might be confused. You might not understand it, but he does. He does. So let me just ask, would you bow your heads? Would you close your eyes? And here's what I want to ask. I want to make sure that everybody in here, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, where you stand with God. The greatest gift that was ever given was Jesus' son. And it was given for you so you could have a relationship. So if that's you and you say, today I want to come back to him. I've been confused about where I am and how God was working in it, but today I'm, I'm going to stop thinking about how and I'm just going to trust him. Or maybe you say, today I just want to give him my heart, whether you're in this room or watching this online, I'd love to say a prayer with you right in your seat. And when we say amen, you can know beyond a shadow of a doubt where you stand with God and begin to walk out the plans and purpose he has for you. If that's you, get ready. I'm going to ask you to be bold. You're going to lift your hand up high. And then we're going to pray together when we say amen. Your sins are going to be forgiven. And you're going to begin to walk out the plan and purpose that God has for you. Get ready. One, two, three. Lift it up high right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's put those hands down. And would everybody in here, would you just pray online, you too? Let's just all pray this out loud with those that lifted their hands. Repeat after me. Say, Jesus, thank you for dying for me, for shedding your blood so I could be free. From now on, I'm yours. With all that I am, I choose to serve you. Thank you for making me new. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. Our mission here at Life West Church is to see you and your family equipped and empowered to be and do all that God has for you. For additional resources and info, go to lifewest.church.